0: Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is June 24th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1364 through 1371 today. And it is the Feast of the Nativity of John the Baptist. It's also a very special day for uh, some of my close relatives. Uh, It is my sister's birthday, so I want to send a special shout-out to Kelly, And it's also the birthday of my wife. So, happy birthday, Suzanne. And we are right in the middle of our section on the Eucharist. um, And we will continue with this section on the sacramental sacrifice. Thanksgiving Memorial Presence. We'll uh, read through that some more today. We begin, as always, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the New Testament... The memorial takes on new meaning. When the Church celebrates the Eucharist, she commemorates Christ's Passover, and it is made present. The sacrifice Christ offered once for all on the cross remains ever present. As often as the sacrifice of the cross, by which Christ, our Pasch, has been sacrificed, is celebrated on the altar, the work of our redemption is carried out. Because it is the memorial of Christ's Passover, the Eucharist is also a sacrifice. The sacrificial character of the Eucharist is manifested in the very words of institution, This is my body, which is given for you. And this cup, which is poured out for you, is the new covenant in my blood. In the Eucharist, Christ gives us the very body which he gave up for us on the cross, the very blood which he poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. The Eucharist is thus a sacrifice, because it re presents, makes present, the sacrifice of the cross, because it is its memorial, and because it applies its fruit. Christ, our Lord and God, was once and for all to offer himself to God the Father by his death on the altar of the cross, to accomplish there an everlasting redemption. But because his priesthood was not to end with his death at the last supper on the night when he was betrayed, he wanted to leave to his beloved spouse the church, a visible sacrifice. As the nature of man demands, by which the bloody sacrifice which he was to accomplish once for all on the cross would be represented, its memory perpetuated until the end of the world and its salutary power be applied to the forgiveness of the sins we daily commit." The sacrifice of Christ and the sacrifice of the Eucharist are one single sacrifice. The victim is one and the same. The same now offers through the ministry of priests, who then offered himself on the cross. Only the manner of offering is different. And since in this divine sacrifice which is celebrated in the Mass, the same Christ who offered himself once in a bloody manner on the altar of the cross, is contained and offered in an unbloody manner, this sacrifice is truly propitiatory. The Eucharist is also the sacrifice of the Church. The Church, which is the body of Christ, participates in the offering of her head with him She herself is offered whole and entire. She unites herself to His intercession with the Father for all men. In the Eucharist, the sacrifice of Christ becomes also the sacrifice of the members of His body. The lives of the faithful, their praise, sufferings, prayer, and work, are united with those of Christ and with His total offering, and so acquire a new value. Christ's sacrifice, present on the altar, makes it possible for all generations of Christians to be united with his offering. In the catacombs, the church is often represented as a woman in prayer, arms outstretched, in the praying position. Like Christ, who stretched out his arms on the cross, through him, with him, and in him, she offers herself and intercedes for all men. The whole Church is united with the offering and intercession of Christ. Since he has the ministry of Peter in the Church, the Pope is associated with every celebration of the Eucharist, wherein he is named as the sign and servant of the unity of the universal Church. The bishop of the place is always responsible for the Eucharist, even when a priest presides. The bishop's name is mentioned to signify his presidency, over the particular church, in the midst of his presbyterium, and with the assistance of deacons. The community intercedes also for all ministers who, for it and with it, offer the Eucharistic sacrifice. Let only that Eucharist be regarded as legitimate, which is celebrated under the presidency of the bishop, or him to whom he has entrusted it. Through the ministry of priests, The spiritual sacrifice of the faithful is completed in union with the sacrifice of Christ, the only mediator, which in the Eucharist is offered through the priest's hands in the name of the whole church in an unbloody and sacramental manner until the Lord himself comes. To the offering of Christ are united not only the members still here on earth, but also those already in the glory of heaven. In communion with and commemorating the Blessed Virgin Mary and all the saints, the Church offers the Eucharistic sacrifice. In the Eucharist, the Church is, as it were, at the foot of the cross with Mary, united with the offering and intercession of Christ. The Eucharistic sacrifice is also offered for the faithful departed who have died in Christ but are not yet wholly purified so that they may be able to enter into the light and peace of Christ. Put this body anywhere. Don't trouble yourself about it. I simply ask you to remember me at the Lord's altar, wherever you are. Then we pray in the anaphora for the holy fathers and bishops who have fallen asleep, and in general for all who have fallen asleep before us, in the belief that it is a great benefit to the soul's on whose behalf the supplication is offered, while the holy and tremendous victim is present, by offering to God our supplications for those who have fallen asleep. If they have sinned, we offer Christ sacrificed for the sins of all, and so render favorable for them and for us, the God who loves man. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.